Hello ladies and gentlemen, I'm Astro from Down to Earth Astronomy and you're listening to Loose Screws Podcast. Hey guys, it is August 6th, 2020. This is Loose Screws. I am your host Ty Worsham, aka Commander Tierville. I am tired. It has been kind of a rough week. I apologize for not having the enthusiasm, but it has been a long week, even though it's been the same amount of distance around the sun. But anyway, uh, with me this evening is our community manager, Commander Chig. Cheesy Chig, how's it going there, bud? It is going fine and dandy, and yes, I agree. It has been a long week, even though it's been, you know, the same number of, same amount of distance around the sun, same number of revolutions of the planet, all that awesome stuff. But yeah, life's busy for those of us still working, I guess. But other than that, yeah, yeah, life is good. I'm I'm seeing all these people say, oh, it's so hard being in quarantine. It's so hard, I'm like... And when this is all over, I'm gonna need some of you uh, quarantine workers to cover for a couple three weeks. You know, <laughs> yeah, I have some friends that you know talk about that too. How they, you know, they're getting stir crazy. I've been at home for too long. I only go out to do this, go do that. I said I've worked every day for the last four months, so go fuck yourself. I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't say that. Now the flip side of that is, is that you know I don't want to sound. Uh, unappreciative because there's a lot of people out of work and uh it looks like some of those jobs ain't going to be coming back because of economy stuff Uh, so i'm very grateful to have a job so don't 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 misunderstand me there but yeah i could use a i could use a little time off and it's it's hard to take time off right now because uh you know i got people in my office with covid and they're not able to work and uh yeah it's fun stuff yeah, normally I've got, you know, a staff of 10 to 12. I've got a staff of two, including myself right now. And Ugh. business isn't busy enough to really bring anybody back, but it's busy enough that I'm working, you know, some days 14 hours a day, you know, working seven days a week. It's just, you know, and but, you know, that's trying to save a business. You know, you got to get through this and hope that, when life returns to normal, if life returns to normal, I still have a job. So, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Weird day, uh, strange days. I think I had an episode titled that, didn't I? I think I did. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I don't know. I'm still plowing through the old episodes. I've, I've been uh, trying to catch up for the one-year anniversary that you have coming up. So I've been, you know, listening to the whole back library and and – yeah, I, I haven't gotten to one called Strange Days yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it actually went too long ago. It was right about when this whole virus crap started. And uh, just had a lot of weird stuff going on. And, uh, man, I thought we were headed for a lot worse stuff. But I'm, thankfully, I was wrong. The whole sense of time has gone out the window, you know, since this began. It seems like it was years ago, and it also seems like it was yesterday. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I, the weeks go by and, and go by, and, I mean, Jesus Christ, it's August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me about it. Well, also with us is our 
Um, did I just really say hour? Like hour? Like, yeah. Like yeah. hour? I don't know. I don't know how the hell I said it. It sounded like redneck as hell in my head. So everything you say is redneck and hell as hell in our heads. No. Admiral hate. Admiral hate. How's it going, man? <laughs> uh, I I can I can agree. There's some strange days going on, and my perception of time is no longer as static as it had been. Ugh. And I'm even... I'm not working. Yeah. I can, yeah, like, mess I'm not there. I'm not envious, but at the same time, I would appreciate some time off. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on. I could I could use some cash for sure. I feel you. But like at the same time, I'm real happy to be home. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a weird dichotomy thing going on, huh? Yeah. 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 Well, I guess we should talk about a few events coming up. So uh last Tuesday, um, We'll start with that, even though it's not in the order here. Sorry about that, y'all. <laughs> uh, last Tuesday, we had Mining Tuesday, where we kind of went through, and um, uh, they they did the, the the big patch. And actually, the only thing I'll say about Mining Tuesday is we're going to rope it into when we talk about the patch, is there was an audio fail on the stream. I streamed it. And I was inviting everybody else to stream it, and, and I don't think anybody else was available to stream it. I streamed. And, oh, did you I stream it? Okay. Twitch channel just to stream. Awesome, awesome. Uh, later, our PS4 agent Devolder also streamed. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, I talked with uh, uh, Devo Looter, and he is going to be on the one year anniversary show. But, oh, so uh, the audio fail. Um, we'll just jump right into that because RT, NVIDIA RTX can kiss my ass. So um, I had this software a few months ago, I think, like in early beta access. And I had all kinds of issues with it, so I uninstalled it. And then a few weeks ago, we were in a conversation with it, and it was like, hey, you should really do this again, Ty. You got that 2080 Ti card. You should really do that. Hey, you're right. I should do that. So I, inst- I installed it, got it going again. Things were going good. And the son of a bitch in software completely crashed, like right as the stream started last week. And the best part about it, it didn't even tell me. There was nothing like there's nothing that was telling me that it was crashing. There was no little alert. There was no TSR glowing thing at the bottom. Nothing. Um, so, yeah, good, good on you, NVIDIA RTX. Good, good on you. Well, first off, for people who don't know what RTX uh, sound is, it's a program that does noise cancellation. It it works amazingly well when it works. I, I mean. Agree. I mean, my clickety-clack keyboard, you won't hear it if it's working and everything else. I've quit using it because ever since I got a new microphone, I it RTX voice quit working. It just didn't want to work any longer, and I don't know why. I jump between When I jump between using one mic or the other, it just wouldn't transfer back and forth. Well, it wouldn't transfer one way, and then the other side quit working. So if I'm using my headset, it wouldn't work if I'm using my microphone my good microphone it quit it doesn't work and i don't know what's going on with it 
So I quit using it recently too. But as I said earlier, I mean, it's technically still in beta. So there's still working out bugs. Hopefully it gets better. Dubs is still, it works great for him. Do you remember when we, he mm -hmm. used to be on and you'd hear his wife in the back or his kids, his dogs, you know, everything going on. His, it was hustle and bustle behind him. You don't hear anything behind him anymore. No, you're right. And, and here's the thing. I'm, I'm, so, I'm over here irritated about it. But at the same time, uh, NVIDIA historically does really good work on their software. They've, they've had some misses. That's without it. That's without a, you know, without, if we're going to be real here, uh, their software does really good, but they've had some misses. They've had some bugs. They've had some uh, security issues. But by and large, I would say they do a great job on their software. I would say that their software probably puts them ahead of AMD. Uh, because if you're going to compare like cards, hardware-wise, just hardware-wise, uh, like a 1660 is really close to the, I can't think of the card, the AMD card that's close to it. Is it the, is it the 580? I think it's the 580. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, well, well, whatever AMD card is actually equivalent to the 1660, that's the one, like if you just compare hardware-wise, they're really close, guys. But NVIDIA software wins. However, NVIDIA RTX sound really needs to need, needs to get on the ball. There's people I've talked to who are having no issues out of it, like Dubs. Uh, Chig's having some issues. I'm having some issues. Uh, I know a couple of other people I work with are having some issues with it. So it, it honestly feels like it's, it's kind of a crapshoot. Um, Although talking with Chick tonight, he came up with a good idea that maybe because we're both on the same version of Windows, and there's a good chance that not everybody's on the same version of Windows 10. So maybe maybe it has something to do with the updated version of Windows 10. That's always possible. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly don't know. I, I know that they released this, you know, a lot sooner than they wanted to. Be yeah, just you know, everybody was starting to do Zoom meetings and all the teleconferencing and stuff. So they were trying mm -hmm. to get it out there because they had a pretty large audience, you know, even, you know, outside of just your random Twitch streamers and stuff to also, you know, just kind of test this massively, you know, but then you put it out to the masses like that. And I don't know about you guys, if you guys have had to do any Zoom meetings or teleconference meetings with people that don't know shit about computers, they definitely aren't going to be using RTX voice and they definitely don't have an RTX card. So I don't know why they felt the need to get it out. Well, the way I understand it, it works even with cards that aren't, that aren't necessarily an RTX card. Well, Dubs um, is using it on a GTX card. There is a hack you can mm -hmm. put into it and it, it does it does still work but you can end up with crashes and stuff like that and that's what surprised me is white dubs is still his his works perfect i know that's what's uh, that's honestly what's kind of driving me crazy the other part of this is that i have not re uh, reinstalled windows on my computer in well over a year and i have a good habit of doing that just to kind of keep things clean um because um as you overwrite windows with updates and stuff eventually you just end up with some issues and you're always better off doing a fresh reinstall of everything so i'm still kicking around that might be what i decided to do uh saturday i always dread it but then it ends up taking like you know two or three hours and i always really enjoy it afterwards so you know one of those things yeah you're a nerd yeah i know so anyway uh 
the stream is still up. If you want to go about 30, 45 minutes in, uh, it's still up on YouTube and I think it's on Twitch. Um, About 30, 45 minutes in, the audio starts. And that's when uh, you'll hear everybody in Discord talking kind of all of a sudden. Um, Sorry about the audio issue. Hopefully we won't have that issue um, for next Tuesday. Uh, because next Tuesday, well, let's let's mention this this event just one more time, real quick. Which, yeah. which because you know it was mining and it was cool because there were what 12, 14 of us all mining in different parts of the ring, and something happened that I had never had happen before. I bumped into an asteroid that was already cracked open and void opals flying around. And oh, I'm yeah. like, what is going on? And I come up to this asteroid and all of a sudden my limpets start collecting the void opals. And I'm like, huh, where is the pilot? And I'm kind of flying around and here Ty had cracked the asteroid and must've went AFK for a couple minutes. And I stole all of his uh, void opals. Now it wasn't, it wasn't an intentional theft. I just was mm-hmm. like, what are these signals over here? And I flew over there and you know, you've got collector limpets deployed, but what are the freaking odds? You know, hotspots are freaking huge that I mm-hmm. bump into you randomly in the ring. Yeah. That was actually kind of crazy. And man, like, like I got to, to, I had to go take a dump. So what I did was, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you what was going on. I had to go take a dump. I ain't going to say a lot to you, but <laughs> So and I, I cracked the asteroid and was like, all right, collect your limpets, do your thing. I'll be back in a minute. So I get up, go away. And then like, well, I was, when I got done dumping, like, uh, I don't know, somebody in the house needed me for something, was asked me a question or something. So but then we get in a conversation about whatever it was. I can't remember what it was now. And then I come back and then I see this asshole python right in front of me, like twisting around. I'm like, what is even going on here? Because I purposely parked myself inside of the split for two reasons. One, to get the chunks easier for the um, uh, collector limpets. And two, because, you know, uh, it lowers your uh, signature in case someone sees you, you know, because it puts your heat like at one or zero percent. Yeah, that's why it was hard to find you. That's right. why, you know, I'm like, what ship? And you were actually showed up as a solid uh, triangle until I got right up next to you. So I'm like, is there an NPC mining? This is the weirdest thing ever. I, you know, I've played, I've done a ton of mining and I had never run into that. And then, yeah. and then it happened to be in you, you. And I think me and you were the only two that weren't in a wing. We were both out there yeah. just solo and we're the ones that happened to run into each other. It was just bizarre. It's yeah, awesome. It, um, it was actually really cool. And, and if you if you really kind of sit down and thought about like like the the sheer number of things that had to happen, you know, number one, we both decided to mine the same uh, void opal hotspot, which we kind of agreed to do anyway. So that you could kind of take that out of the equation. Yeah. Um, number two was we came at it at we dropped roughly in the same spot, nearly at the same time, made nearly the same amount of turns. And got to nearly the same spot. At I'm least. pretty sure. Let me. I'm gonna make a guess here. This is what this is what happened. You flew dead center into the hot spot, and then you went towards the planet. That's what I did. That's the only way I can imagine we. I, I ran into you. Okay, it's even weirder then, because this is what I did. I, I decided to start off about I think 50 or 60 kilometers from the from the center of the hot spot, and fly away from the planet. Wow. 
<laughs> yeah, that's absolutely now, just insane. I definitely did some turns because as I was flying along, I was like, oh, that's that's a that's a that's a core. That's a core. I get like, you know, as you're pinging along, you see cores, so you make turns toward the cores. So well, speaking of which I have yet to go sell what I made. Yeah, like mine's it's still sitting on in my, my carrier. carrier. Hold, so. yeah. uh, today would be the day to do that too, wouldn't it? Yeah, I need to go do that. Um, I plan to do that right after the show, in fact. So see I, I when I when I'm searching for cores, I just boost towards the planet and put flight assist off and so then i can just kind of rotate around and be searching the asteroid field all around me and just you know coasting along without having to you know do any turning until i see something and then i face towards it boost towards it and and then you know launch the prospector that so way it's just kind of a flying turret that's actually kind of what i do like you, you kind of hover above or below the um uh, field where you can go in a straight line without yep. running into anything. Yeah, I do the same thing. Yep, and then FA off, you know, after boosting, and then you're flying at a, at a good clip, and you can be looking, you know, just kind of rotating in different directions, and makes yeah. it makes it easy, and you keep your speed up, and you can find them a lot faster. Yeah. Now I didn't do that in this stream because I was flying the. Uh, uh, I made a mining crate. You know, I was trying it out. And uh, I wasn't quite used to the mining crate yet, as weird as it sounds, because I do have another crate that's like my compact crate. But I wasn't confident in the shields on it, and I wasn't confident in the the being able to fly FA off with it because I had never, I say never, I had not flown the, uh, I'm used to flying the, the Python FA off doing that. So Yeah, but the the crates field of view is so much better than the pythons mm -hmm. that you can you really don't need to be you know you can just look around a lot easier compared to the python's shitty viewport yeah what i actually found that i can do i can actually um uh with the with the crate i you know do fa off i kind of angle down about 45 degrees or so and then you know you boost you boost uh perpendicular to the ring and then I nose down about 45 degrees. And then you have a near, probably, I would say probably 160 degree view of the ring, like 160 by about, I'll say 70 degrees of the ring while you're just pinging. So you, you got a good, good way to see what's going to be a core and what's not. Um, yeah. That was fun. I hadn't core mined in a while. That was, yeah, that was good fun. I might do some more of that tonight. Yeah, speaking of which, core mining is like one of those things that never gets old. It never gets old for me uh, because uh, <laughs> uh, Dubs ran into several Bromlite cores. Yeah, that gets old. Oh, at him, I did and then too. Blew, blew one up just so that he could uh, ride ride it as it exploded. <laughs> Didn't even knock his shields off. That's just. I have nothing to say to that. That's that's, that's dubs. That's dubs. That's if so dubs. Guy, if there's a guy that I need to fly into combat with, there is no better pilot. Like okay, like if Independence Day happens and they're like, all right, well, we've gone through the real pilots. I guess we'll take the 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 flight sim pilots. Um, all right, flight sim pilots are all dead. What we got left? We got these elite dangerous guys. We'll take them. Come on, guys. If like I if I had to fly up a squadron into combat, there's no other pilot I want with me more than Dubs. I agree. Now I'll, hold on. I'll put that out there. Hold on. A one. That being maybe. said, that being said, 
if I'm in a situation where someone has to, if, if we're, if me and Dubs are on a passenger plane and the pilots die and they're like, can anybody fly the plane? Dubs, sit down. Sit. No, no, just sit down. I'm going to go up there and fly. You sit down. Sit. And the reason why, and I told this to him, so I'm not talking about it from his back. I told this to him. Um, I told him, I said, if we get up there and we're in a 747 and we're trying to figure out how to land this damn thing, the first thing Dubs are going to do, oh, man, come on, let's try this out. No, no, Dubs, no. I'd be like on the radio, like, I need help. Tell me how to do this. How do, what buttons do I need to hit? <sighs> but Dubs. That, that, that reminds me, like, it makes me think of, like, The Last Starfighter, you know, video uh-huh. game. They were looking for somebody training to be a fighter. Have you ever read uh, the book Armada? It's uh, the, the second book that the author of Ready Player One wrote. Yeah, I'm trying to think of his, like, I, I, I bought that literally the day it released. But I yeah. have not read it yet. It's sitting in my to-read box of it's, my e-reader. It's eerily like Elite Dangerous. They got this spaceship game that's like this MMO in space kind of thing, and they're literally kind of training, looking, you know, looking for people to fly spaceships in an intergalactic war kind of thing. It's a, it's a, it's a good read. Yeah, I liked Ender's Game too. Yeah, yeah, well, if you liked Ender's Game, get Armada. What the hell is that dude's name? Who, who wrote that? I want to say it's Ernest Klein, but my brain's thinking that's not right. That's it, yep. I, is it I really? Was, I was going to look it up as soon as he said it. That's it. Yep, Ernest Klein. Good job. Yeah, your brain's not as pickled as mine. Yeah, yeah, Ernest Klein. Yeah, 100% right. Yep. What, what, what irritates me, though, is like I read that. I read Ready Player One. God, when did that book even release? Yeah, I read it at least 10 years ago. It's yeah. I read it. I've actually read that book like four times. It's 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 like my number 3 or 4 book of all time. There's very few books that really resonate with me like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, uh the Icewind Dale trilogy, uh Wheel of Time I love. Uh, um, yeah, Wheel of Time's good, uh, but there's that that Ready Player One really resonated with me because it's like all about '80s crap and '90s crap and video game stuff and like they took they drew upon real video game history and stuff and it's well like, and movies. I mean, it was just a yeah. bunch of '80s badassery. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. have The Shining, you know, a Kubrick film in there. You have uh, War Games, you know, Matthew Broderick film. Mm-hmm. Broderick film. I, I mean, yeah, oh yeah, that's that was a hell of a book. I, I'm just glad I I read that. I don't know, like I said, whenever it came out, what, a decade ago, probably, roughly? Oh, God, I got to go look it up now. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, because I, I, I read it when it was out, when it first came out, and then I did read it a second time, maybe a year later. Then I had it read it in a lot of years, then the movie came out. And I think I had just enough memory of the book go away that I could really, really enjoy the movie without comparing, you know, directly. You know, when you yeah. read a book right before the movie, it, 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 it always ruins it. Okay, I don't. Wikipedia has it as August sixteenth, two thousand eleven. So about a decade ago, nine years. God, it feels like that's older. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that that feels about right. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. yeah. I mean, I, now that I think about like where I was in my life, that's about right. I read it probably two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. And then our motto was probably what two thousand sixteen. Uh, because uh, I think I bought that in an air, 
2015. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it had been oh a while. Oh my God. Yeah. I bought that in an airport bookstore because I needed something to read on the plane. Ready Player Two publication, November 24th, 2020. What? Yep. Hell has I'll frozen over. I didn't know he was making a, another one. I did not know that either. We just found it. Breaking news, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> breaking news. Ernest Klein is releasing Ready Player Two in November, you said? November 24th, 2020. Scheduled that, to be published. Isn't that like Thanksgiving? Mm, sure. Maybe, maybe Black Friday. It's the, it's the Tuesday before. The Tuesday before. Okay. Interesting. Well, all right. Uh, a book I can read. Yay. That's why I'm going to be asking for Christmas right there. Oh, uh, I wonder if this is going to be. Hmm. I'd like to know if this is going to be like set in the same kind of universe where it's going to be some do they're going to, he's going to do something different with it. I don't know. That, that, that's what I was wondering. Cause that, that be- a big beauty of ready player one is it was a nice neat package. You know, it was this mm-hmm. great story with, you know, a, a final conclusion, you know, everything was just good. It wasn't a movie that I ever even thought I'm like, man, I wish there was a sequel, you know? I, so I'm, I'm kind of, Curious where it's going to go. Yeah, you know, most books, I'm actually really happy with them not having a whole lot uh, of of a sequel. Like, I'm good with them. Just like, all right, that, that was a good story. Um, Absolutely. I, I'm anyway. Would you How did we film? get on this? Oh yeah, know. dubs. Never mind. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Crashing a plane, video game pilot. Got it. Yeah. I, I, well, I, okay, okay. So let me ask you this: What did you think of the film? I enjoyed it. Like I said, I saw it enough years after that I, I read the book that, you know, there wasn't the expectations and I wasn't waiting for specific scenes. You know, it's just I, I knew basically what it was, but wasn't married to it. You had read the book four times, so I'm sure it was probably disappointing for you. Okay. So actually it wasn't. I enjoyed it. Okay. Now, the, there were some things like the way that they did the first um, – uh, key, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like in, in the movie, it was a race and you had to beat the, what was it? Beat the monkey, whatever, beat, beat Kong. Yeah. 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 Donkey yeah. Kong or, yeah. Yeah. So you had to beat him. Now I liked that, but you know, Steve, you know, Spielberg said, you know, one of the main reasons they changed that was because you can't like, so in, in the book, the way you get the key is that you, he had to play, uh, God, what was it? Was it Joust? Were you sounds right. Like I said, it's been a long time. Yeah, I think it was Joust. He had to play a, a, a like an arcade Joust game. He had to play with like the skeleton, the skeleton king guy. It, guys, it's been a little bit since I read this. So if I'm telling this story wrong, you know, correct me, but don't don't kill me. So <laughs> don't kill anyway, me. Anyway, anyway, um, so um, and if you haven't read this book. Little spoilers, but it's early in the book, so it's not a huge spoiler. And if you haven't read this book, oh my God, go read this book. Like you're all nerds, you should like we're all space nerds. This is right up your alley. Go read. Should this be book. required reading for sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, so he has to play like the old arcade joust, and then at some point he says, "Hey, let me switch. Let me let me play uh, player two, and then he wins. And 
apparently that was the key to winning. Well, I get, you know, Spielberg said, you know, showing that in film is really boring. And apparently they even did some test videos of it to try to uh, figure out some way to get it cool, but they, they, they couldn't figure out a way to get it interesting. Uh, so they decided to change the script to make it a, uh, a race. And Ernest Klein was happy about it. And he was actually involved in the script. Um, and I believe uh, a screenwriter named Zach Penn, I believe, uh, helped him write it, helped him write the screenplay. And so Ernest Klein was all over it. And uh, so I approved them changing it. I'm one of the people that like I can watch, I can read a book and then I can watch a movie and I can I can separate them and be OK with it. Like I'm good, but they're like, these are two versions of the same story. I'm okay with it. And I may like one more than the other, but I'm not like, oh, that movie sucked because the book, blah, 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 blah. I'm okay with them being different. I get how some things don't translate well to movies and vice versa. And I, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I really yeah. separate because they're two different uh, art forms, you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I totally understand. I, it, to me, it's almost comparing apples and oranges. Right. You know, you're telling the same story, but you're telling them in different ways. So I, I take them in, in as their own entities, you know, yep. if you will. Yep. Uh, but anyway, yeah, go read Ready Player One. And apparently in November, go read Ready Player Two. I, I'm going to be looking on Amazon in a little bit to pre-order that booger. Actually, I really kind of think I should read Armada before Ready Player Two now because you got me shit in Armada now. If you have it sitting on your shelf, it's it's a good read, especially yeah. you know you, you play a space game all the time. You should definitely go read read that I do, book. I do I really? I might start reading that tomorrow because I'm just about finished with. Uh, right now, I'm reading the the World of Warcraft. Uh, uh, you know the pre-launch novel they always do. What's that? What's it called? Damn it! Uh, uh, my shadows, oh, Shadowlands. Shadowlands. You really well. So before every expansion, uh, Warcraft releases like like a oh, yeah. a novel that fills in the gaps. Um, and trying to get pulled up. Uh, shadows rising. That's what it's called. Uh, Madeline Rowe wrote this one, and um, yeah, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not the biggest fan of this novel. I'm almost finished with it. It's been kind of a sludge to work through, uh, but I don't want to not read it. So anyway, anyway, this yeah. is a book chat. This is this is elite dangerous chat. So. <laughs> this tonight appears to be rambling, wandering chat yeah. about anything, Nate. So yeah, so. don't have tracks here to keep us on task. Well, I mean, so I had I've been very busy at work. I had some trouble putting the notes together this week because of issues and timing and other stuff. So uh, they were kind of thrown together at the last minute. So sorry about that. But anyway, uh, one year anniversary um, on August 27th, which is one, two, three, three weeks, weeks from today is the one-year anniversary of Loose Screws. Uh, actually, technically, it's August 23rd, but that's a Sunday. I'm not going to do a, uh episode on Sunday. We're going to do it the 27th. I thought about doing it the, sun- uh, the Thursday before, but uh, there are some scheduling things there. Um, but anyway, so uh, I have been talking with... Uh, 
Dravenos, and he's going to be on that show. Kai's going to be on that show. Devo Luder's going to be on that show. And even uh, Derek, who uh, works, who does tone control with uh, tracks, uh, which you can check out at jntracks.com. He uh, is going to be on the show. Derek's going to be here because he wrote the guitar to our intro. And uh, basically, I want everybody who's ever been involved with Lewis Screws to be here. So, um, yeah. So, to go along with that is on our website right now, loosegrooves.ed.com, there's a link there for that says one year dot dot dot. And uh, this is where you can, you know, share your, you know, thoughts, any suggestions, any well wishes, any, you know, we hate you type stuff. If you want to send them, I will read every single one on the air on August 27th uh, when we do the show. I'm not sure I'm going to work them in yet. We've got a bunch of people submitted. I say I'm going to read every single one on air. There's a good chance what I'll have to do is, is do like a recording where I read them after uh, the show. So if you have something you want to, Send over to Kai, send over to Dravenos, uh, send over to Devo Looter. Like if you're a PC player and you don't really talk with Devo Looter a lot, uh, Devo Looter is our uh, squadron commander over on the PlayStation side. Uh, he is he's, so chill. Yeah. He's a great guy to just watch play Elite Dangerous. Yeah, he actually streams, I believe, on Twitch every now and then. I, um, Pretty regularly. Yeah, I, I need to get his links. Get his links. We'll uh, make sure we push them out there. So anyway, so join us then we're going to be live streaming. Uh, we're not going to do like a great big, here's the news kind of thing. We're just going to sit around and probably talk about books. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, cause we'll be a little closer to Raider player two by that point. So we'll, we'll have, we'll have that going for us. <laughs> so. Sounds good. So last Tuesday we did a uh, mining Tuesday so next Tuesday, we're going to do a CQC night, August the 11th. So uh, there's a lot of people who have never done CQC. Uh, Dubs, as good of a pilot as he is, had not done CQC until like three, four weeks ago whenever I roped him in. And he enjoyed the hell out of it. If you've never done CQC, it's a blast. And it's there's fun. no repercussions. Yeah. You don't lose you can, any money in game. Yeah. Gain. You gain pennies. You don't lose any money. Yep, and it's super fun. Um, and we're gonna be we're gonna be setting up wings to fly together, fly against each other, and and I think it's a maximum of eight per group. But who cares? We'll get a bunch of groups going, and we'll just have some fun. So uh, be around eight p.m. next Tuesday, uh, August the eleventh, uh, eight p.m. Central Time, because uh, that's pretty much gonna be the not the time we all are pretty much available to do things besides Thursday. Uh, and then the following Tuesday, uh, I'm going to try to get a, uh, I got to get dubs roped into this two dubs and data uh, set up to uh, do a bug hunt. So what's a bug hunt? Well, that's Thargoids. We're going to go hunt some Thargoids. Um, so yeah, that's uh August the 18th is the bug hunt and CQC night will be August the 11th. And uh, if you don't have a ship that can hunt bugs, that's fine. Data, 
or probably myself or even dubs will probably be running fighters and uh, flying them on a fighter is always fun as well. So yeah, you die quick, but it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, next, and, next Tuesday, the, well, this coming Tuesday, the CQC yeah. night, it'll, it'll be a blast. If we get a bunch of people, I mean, I play a lot of CQC, but I've done very little team deathmatch. We can get some team deathmatch going. I've never been able to get a game uh, capture the flag. Maybe we can get some of that going Ooh, if we get enough man. people. You know, we we can all muddle through this together, and everybody with that helpless rating, we can get that up to at least mostly helpless because you can get that first ranking up pretty gosh darn fast. Yeah, and for those that don't know, there is a system that is permit locked until you get to your first prestige. In CQC. And if you don't want to know what your first prestige is, find out on CQC night. We will explain. I'm about, I'm, I'm at level 49 through my second prestige. I'm about to get my third. Yeah. So, um, to kind of go the kind of, since we brought up Thargoids, we will do this right here real quick. The art of the anti-Xeno initiative, the AXI art of war community goal has completed. Uh, their carrier has received 10,000 Thargoid hearts, and the uh, commanders who turn them in will get a decal in an upcoming patch. They haven't said the date on it yet, but um, somewhere, I think it was in the AXI video, they had a picture of the decal. It looks like a little cobra shooting a uh, Thargoid. It looks actually pretty damn cool. Uh, I, f- I foresee this being on the right side of most of my ships. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but it's pretty cool they put that together. And the way I understand it, they worked with um, Frontier to actually get that going. And uh, yeah, I think that was really cool they did that. So Still, still need to get Frontier talked into putting in a loose screws logo. And then what we'll do is we'll have it to where, um, you know, the steam bolts, you have to, you have to deliver, uh, stem, what is it? Stem bolts or steam bolts or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever that mechanical part is, you have to deliver so many to the loose screws carrier, but you know, which is my carrier, but anyway, we'll figure <laughs> that out later. Um, on a little bit of space news, because this is a, uh, Space video game, the Dragon SpaceX crew splashed down last Saturday. Um, if you didn't watch that live, you can watch it on the NASA uh, YouTube. Uh, it's really cool to watch stuff like that live. I think it's, uh, I watched them launch, I watched them do some of their spacewalks, and I watched them splash down. Um, yeah, I was, I was really excited about that. So, I also think that whole mission, if you adjust for inflation, was also one of the cheapest uh, manned space mission. It actually is. And there's a couple of reasons why. Um, One, they were able, like, I don't think there's a part of that spacecraft that they were not able to recover. I think maybe is the second stage they can't recover because it's actually in orbit by that point. I think it's the second stage they didn't recover, but I might be wrong on that. Uh, but basically the, the lion's share of the, of the spacecraft was recoverable. Um, when they launched, uh, two, three months ago, I think it was actually three months ago. Now they landed on their little recovery ship. They landed the rocket booster on the recovery ship. 
Uh, and then conspiracy theorists went apeshit because there was a delay and said it was fake because the clouds changed and Siri shut up. Uh, <laughs> but if, if you go back and look, they just, they just switched side to the ship. They had one of their feeds cut out. Um, it's not even a big deal. Uh, I don't know why people, I don't know. I, I can't stand, but I can, look, I believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> and I, I, <laughs> I'm not the big conspiracy theorist guy, theorist guy, but I believe in Bigfoot. So, you know, take that with, a, with what you want. I don't really believe that he's like this. Anyway, I won't get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case we oh, chat man. one day, I'll, I, I have never seen a Bigfoot, but I have a buddy who has seen a Bigfoot and he was not drunk. So <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I have to tell you the whole story, and I have to tell you offline. But it's it's a good. I think I've told you. Uh, you I've I've heard your Bigfoot story. Yes, it, it's entertaining. <laughs> it was story it time with old man Ty in chat one night. I think you had had a couple. <laughs> Probably so. Um, the only real big news this week of from Elite Dangerous was on Monday they released a patch. And this was the patch that was postponed that we kind of talked about last week. Um, they fixed a bunch of stuff. They fixed some crashes. They fixed some timeouts. They fixed the number <clears> of <throat> fleet carriers in a, in a system. <sighs> However, it seems Tritium, at least according to the DSSA, Tritium's not really fixed. And they're still having some rate of acquisition of mining Tritium. So the rate at which they're deploying carriers across the galaxy has slowed to a crawl the way it would seem. Um, also with the patch was some more uh, stimulus tritium. Uh, and I was very happy to receive this time. Um, <laughs> however, I do also want to say I don't necessarily agree with free tritium being handed out. Uh, but since I got some this time, I won't bitch about it. So, <laughs> Well, if they're still having some minor issues with the tritium and stuff, I've got no problem with them filling everybody's tritium tank every week in in perpetuity, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have not seen anywhere where Frontier has said that it was intentional or unintentional that they did that, but I hope it was intentional. I know some people were looking for it the other day, and nobody could find anything on it. Do you know if anybody found anything, Hate? I, I haven't seen, and I, I was one of the people that was looking, too. Yeah, I, I haven't seen or heard anything about it. Uh, I Honestly, I think it would be cool if it was something that happened every week. <laughs> Just mm -hmm. magic tritium, everybody gets filled up every week. You know, as, why the hell not with what we pay for these things? Yeah, as much as we pay just the fuel crew. Yeah. You'd think, you know, that, that'd be a, an interesting kind of little compromise they have in there. So even if you don't want to mine or, or buy you could just once a week you get you know a couple thousand light years worth of jump range from them and if you don't move during the week you don't get anything i don't know would well, encourage people to jump i would be okay i would gladly trade all the stimulus tr tritium for a competent fuel crew to where i don't have to uh, have a Type 9 to move fuel around. Um, now, uh, that, being said, that. <laughs> that being said, I'm not, I'm not really complaining. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining. I'm really not. I'm very 
happy with things as they are right now. Um, okay. I, I'm just going to say this and I don't like, okay. I'm going to rope this into to the, to the whole conversation. Just bear with me. Just this, this is, this is the rough story time with old man Ty here. Okay? All right. All right. When you give something away for free, you devalue it. And I'm going to give you an example here, okay? As much as I like free video games, because I do, I have, a, I have an Epic account, and every week I log in and give me my one or two free games, I will never play them. There's maybe two games on the Epic store that I will actually play, but I will never play them. However, I'm not dumb enough to know that what they're doing is wrong because it is and it's not wrong in the sense that they're stealing something or anything like that they're not doing the developers wrong because i guarantee you they're giving the developers something on the back end but what they're doing is hurting the industry as a whole now many triple a developers have commented more than once that AAA games priced at $50, $60 is not a, is not a sustainable uh, price. That the price or the, the price of development goes up every year, and yet the price of games remains relatively the same. And yeah, I know it's changed uh, in the past five or six years from $49.99 to $59.99. 50 to 60 dollars i get that and then you get you catch i catch steam sales i'm guilty of this when i see I, a game will release horizon zero dawn i'm super interested in that game i want to play it but it released on steam for 50 dollars or releases this week or next week for 50 dollars. i'm not buying it because i guarantee you this game is already a year 18 months old or something like that this game will be half price or cheaper by christmas the Steam winter sale, this game will be 20 bucks. I guarantee it. Mark my words. So I'll buy it then for the $20. And usually I get Steam gift cards for Christmas anyway. So I'll basically, I will actually won't pay for it. So I love this idea. Uh, Go ahead. Ryzen Zero Dawn is three years old. Is it three? Damn. I didn't realize it was that old. Well, me anyway. Either. So it, it's a great game. And it was a it was a Sony exclusive for the time and and the the tech behind that game is really revolutionary in the way that it renders the world. If you haven't seen how that is, I encourage you to watch a. a there's a few dev videos on it on the way they render the world. It's really revolutionary in the way they do it. I really hope other developers incorporate something similar because it can really push the industry forward. Horizon Zero Dawn is one of those games. Not only is it a good game, it's one of those types of games where the tech behind it can kind of push the industry forward. And I think that's great. I didn't buy it on PlayStation because I didn't want to play that kind of game on PlayStation. And when I heard about it coming for PC, I was excited about it. And uh, But when I heard it was 50 bucks, I was like, hmm, I'll wait. Because it's not going anywhere. It's going to be on Steam at least for, at least for two or three years, and I guarantee you this game will be twenty bucks, twenty twenty five bucks by Christmas, and I'll pay for it then. Now I'm, I say all this, but I also know 
the finances and the mechanics behind video games. And the fact of the matter is, is that AAA development like that is unsustainable at $50, $60. It just is. And without getting into the actual numbers and nuts and bolts of things, I get that. Epic does nothing to help that scenario because when you give away something for free, you devalue what it is. Well, you and, can say that, but I, I, that there can be an argument had, especially on an older game. It gets it some free publicity, which then some people play the game. They try it. They like it. They tell their friends, oh, my God, this game is great. And then their friends go out and buy it. You know, there's there, there's, you know, some economics there. They're not doing something to lose money. And as far no. as the sustainability, you know, at the price, you know, inflation, obviously, you know, everything has to go up in price over time, you know, whether it's. It's following the cost of living, you know, inflation mark, or if there's other factors that that come into being, you know, that that precipitates that increase happening faster. I mean, you're already seeing games like go on the Microsoft Store. You know, some of these new games on the Xbox are already, you know, seventy nine ninety nine, and you know, some sixty nine ninety nine games. Yes, games have been fifty to sixty bucks for the last decade and a half, it seems, or longer, but there, that, that the price point is starting to move up. And, you know, I, I, I don't know I, if they're giving it away for free there, there's a reason there's probably not shit for sales happening. So it's like, Hey, maybe if we bump this out for free right now, it'll get a, a little bit of pub and we'll get some more sales over the next year. Well, do you think so? So, and okay. So I read recently that, um, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, which went on the Epic Store four or five months ago, I think and it was free. Fifty, it was a thirty dollars game for free. It's also games like six, seven years old, by the way, but mm-hmm. it was for free, and they gave it away. And then Rockstar turned around and reported that that boosted their sales of like in-game stuff by like ridiculous numbers. Like it shot up ridiculously. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're so, not dummies. So there's something to be said about that. But I think that on the whole, I think there's plenty of exceptions out there because there's always exceptions to the rule. But I think that when you look at the industry on the whole, especially like the indie developer side, and if there's an indie developer out there that that, uh, disagrees with me, I would love to hear from them because uh, I would love to hear like what they, like what they think of, Epic giving away their game for free. Like, what does that, how does that look like on that side? I don't know. Um, but I think that when you give I mean, something is, away for free, you devalue it. Has and Epic I think that, had any independent games in their free freebies? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. They've had a ton. I, um, I think there's a couple of independents in there this week off the top of my head. Uh, let me fire. I, I don't use the Epic store, so. <laughs> This, this is the only thing I've never given them money, and I don't know if I will. Uh, I doubt very seriously. I will. The the exclusive titles that were on Epic Store, I'm like, eh, I'll just wait. Yeah. I'll wait for them to I release mean, on Steam. The only, the only, like, exclusive title I can really think of that anybody honestly would have to go is. directly to Epic for is Fortnite. Yeah, I'm, I will never play Fortnite, ever. I'm not, it, I'm not 12. It's one of the best things that ever happened to gaming. It is. I hate to say that. Um, All the 10-year-olds that are doing yeah. the TikToks 
of flossing. Yeah. You know, they're they're not playing our adult games or our shooters. They're but what adult games are you playing? Send me links. Call of Duty. Interest? Come on. I, I thought you meant air quotes adult games. <laughs> it's it's hard to argue that that as much as I don't like Fortnite, it's hard to argue that a, that game has propelled the industry. Uh, yeah, but what what <laughs> Hate was saying is it kept all the kids out of the games we play. Yeah. They're off playing that, so we're we don't have a bunch of them yipping in our Discord. Right. Like this game here that's free this week is called Three Out of Ten Episode One, uh, which is the developer's te- Terrible Posture Games Inc. And I think that this is the only game they make. Now this looks like a you know a Day of the Tentacle style game, judging by the screenshots. Actually, kind of want to play this game to be honest with you. <laughs> I just real I had to, I had to look up. Uh, I opened up the Epic Store because I had it on my machine and I didn't remember why Tetris Effect. I oh, it yeah. was the only place you could get it, and then I'm like, well, great, it's Tetris. But um, anyway, so um, I, I think there's plenty of exceptions to what I'm trying to get at here. But I think that when you give away something for free. I think that you devalue it. So let me swing this back around to to Elite. Um, them giving away Tritium devalues it um, because yeah, now people does that they keep hurt giving anything? away. They keep well from the video game point of view. What that's doing is is basically training the purchaser to say, just like me, hey, I'll wait because I know this game will go cheap. I know there will be a sale and I'll buy it then. I know that this game, this game might, this game looks like a game that might be on Epic store in a few months. I think I'll wait. And I, I have friends that I work with as far as that buying elite that. you're talking. Well, not buying elite buying games on uh, Epic. Okay. So let me swing this back around into elite with the tritium. Yeah. If they're going they're going to give away tritium every week. Uh, number one, guys, keep your depot empty. But number two, um, I think that they're hurting it in the hole because when you give away something, I keep saying this, and I'm going to. I, 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 I know what you're. I, I know what you're saying. I'm still trying to hear your reason why it hurts anything if tritium is devalued. Because if. Just like myself, instead of keeping my my depot full, and then, you know, like like I'm sitting on ten thousand tritium right now. Now I thought, hmm, should I move this over? Should I move move this over and then go buy some more? No, I think I'll wait and see if I get another freebie. Okay, I still I'm still not hearing how that hurts anything. Well, on the surface it doesn't, but eventually. Well, if we had a true player-driven economy, it would actually drive that's, the price of tritium down. That's where so, I was guiding you to. Right now, there's no, no, you know, market. You know, you can still buy well, this at stations, or you can go mine it if you want. You know, the, the value of it really is nothing. And I like, I, I like the idea of it having less value, so that carriers move more frequently, so that you, that the more people move their carriers, the less likely you're going to run into those systems where there's just a shit ton of carriers just because somebody, you know, they just don't bother to move them because they don't want to deal with the cost. 
Well, keep in mind that they have uh, part of that patch was that they enforced the, what is it, 16? Yeah. Yeah, 16 carrier per system rule or something like that. That still confuses me how the way that that's worded. We now are more enforcing you know, the 16 carrier rule, I'm like, was there a way to override that? I, that's, I yes. was, how, how would. So, so if two people say, say me and you, we're going to move our carriers into, into Ross 310 and there's already 16 carriers there. And both of us hit the submit button or hit the plot course button at relatively the same time. So the request gets to the server at relatively the same time. So it's like, well, I don't really know which one, did it first, so we're going to go ahead and say that both of y'all can move in because it's a soft cap, not a hard cap. Okay. So theoretically, if you had 10 people do the same thing at roughly the same time, the server would go, yeah, we'll go ahead and move everybody in kind of thing because I don't know which one got here first. So it's a hard cap now? I I don't think it's a hard cap, but I think they wrote some rules into where uh, like the – Forgiving time period is a lot closer, or I don't even know exactly what they did, but I do know that they made it uh, harder for more carriers to be in the same system. So, which is good. Once again, yeah, that's just odd to me that that wasn't in place. If they if they had it in place as sixteen carriers, as soon as one carrier made the request to go there, the other, the next person that click it, you know, even if it was a second later, two seconds later, you know, hits the request, hits the server, it should have been like, no, uh, you know, system's full. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't think that they were really planning to have as many, I don't think that they planned for as many carriers to be in system, or for many carriers to be in the game as they actually have. I think that kind of shocked them a little bit. And number two, I don't think that they planned for as many carriers to be in the same system. I, don't, I think they kind of saw that as them being more spread out instead of being concentrated. Um, I think they were a little shocked by the, by the uh, response. So, or the way that people were using them. Yeah. Spe- uh, speaking of that, has anybody had any orange sidewinders since the patch? Uh, uh, during the mining event and yesterday while we were doing group bounty hunting, we had a couple. Okay. So they haven't fully resolved that one yet. Well, and uh, I, I don't think they, I don't think they will completely fix it, but because that's just a, like a like a timeout thing. So, but while we were doing the uh, the group bounty hunting, there was only two fleet carriers in system. So yeah, there were five. Oh, yeah, group there was bounty five. hunting. Never yeah, mind. The, during the mining, mining, there was yes. five. Yeah, there were only six two. even, but I think we had less during the mining. Than yeah, we did mine was the there. Who mine was there? Data's was there. Mine was there. Uh, Traxxas was uh, there. Traxxas. I think mine Dubs was there. Was. Okay. Dubs did show up for a while. Yeah. So we had about six or seven carriers in 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 system. So anyway, um, chick chat. We done chick chat. Well, we, we have we haven't done a BGS report. Oh, BGS report. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You know, we've been working hard all week since the last podcast recording and have not taken any steps forward. <laughs> Do you think we that's because well, we're, think that's- we're, we're, we're seeing some, some happenings in both the Quama system and the Gubikayam 
system. Do you think we got someone working against us or? It may be random traffic, but I, I, I think, I think it's more random traffic as opposed to, you know, in, intentionally throwing wrenches in our gears. Overall, are things going according to plan? What you and, I mean, Nurgle does a hell of a damn job. I mean, not to say that you don't, but I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of chatter in the BGS leadership channel and half of it goes right over my head. So I, you guys are doing a good job, but I can't tell if it's all going according to plan. We're working on it. Uh, obviously, we were hoping our time frame would be smaller than it is. But we knew, especially because we're launching a uh, expansion out of a, a small platform only uh, system. It is taking us a while because we don't have, you know, the type nines hauling stuff in or the Corvettes doing bounty hunting. You know, you got to do the, the ship swap yeah. to get the cargo out or in and, you know, to land there when you're out bounty hunting in your Corvettes. Uh, and I'm not saying everything's going back to normal yet, but, we are taking many strides in my neck of the woods towards normal. So I know a lot of people are going back to work other than several job fairs in my area. So I expect a lot of our people that had been doing nothing but elite dangerous have been doing a little bit more work. Yeah. So maybe that's slowing us down some too. Gotcha. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things that are, that are like virus related. I feel like that people are trying to get back to normal and, I don't know, like here in Texas, we're seeing like a big flare up of the virus. Um, I feel like more people around me are having it than we're having it when the, when it was at this, it's prime. But I think that, I don't, I don't think politicians want to use the word, the term second wave, but I think that we're going to have to call it a second wave, at least here in Texas at this point. So <laughs> uh, if you get out your history books, we're following yeah. almost the cookie cutter of the Spanish flu pandemic as well. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was aware of the Spanish flu, but I, I know next to, uh, I, I know 1918, 1920, somewhere around there. I'm, that's about all I know about it. So I'm not a, not a Spanish flu history guy. All right. <clears throat> Y'all ready for this? Oh, yeah. yes. All right. All right. So. Since Trax is not here to do the intro to Chick Chat, I oh, figured God. I would sing it. Oh, God. <laughs> <clears throat> it's Chick Chat. Yeah, that's a fact. It's Chick Chat. Where the cheese at? <laughs> Very nice. You didn't do that here in your screws. Loose screws. Never, never in a sentence, a sentence in a preposition. Very nice. That was well <laughs> done, guys. Yeah, uh, Ty, that one's going to haunt you for years, I think. Uh, I, I hope that Trax does something interesting with that for the one-year anniversary. So. Uh, so do I. So do I. I. I was trying to get the beat of it in my head. I'm like, it's Chig Chat. And I, I couldn't <laughs> remember it after that. That's that's good that you had the whole thing down. That's, that's funny stuff. Oh, my God. All right. Chig Chat tonight. What am I going to talk about? Um, I'm actually just going to uh, touch base on just some uh, new stuff. We used to always do the the discord shout outs and stuff like that. And, and we've kind of 
gotten away from that. So, you know, I, I not going to get totally back into that, but what I've noticed, I've, I've gotten some uh, PMs, DMs, like I said, I never know what to call those anymore. You damn kids and your little acronyms. Um, but I've, I've gotten uh, some DMs from people, you know, asking, you know, uh, they've obviously gotten discord set up and then they, ask me it's like well what happens in your discord and stuff like that and then and it made me realize you know our audience we cater to a lot of newer players you know we do some deep dive into stuff but uh, very recently i mean you know we've had a lot of really new players come on and i mean the mining event the other night that was a lot of people's first time mining and it was fun to get them some credits and teach them how to do stuff but I remember when I, you know, first started listening to the podcasts, you know, when I was first starting to play, you know, Lave Radio was out. This was before this podcast even existed. And I'd be listening and they'd be talking about stuff, um, you know, and they'd, you know, be, you know, going on about the BGS. And for the longest time, I thought BGS and Power Play were the same thing. I didn't even know what BGS stand stood for. You know, now, you know, background simulation. Oh, I got it. And that's how you're manipulating stations and, and systems and, and doing all this stuff that I didn't even I played the game a year, had no idea that players were even affecting stuff like that. And it, and it blew my mind. And then so we've got, you know, what's that? So much. We affect so much stuff. I know. And if, if you're just playing solo and going about your own business, you have no idea that any of that stuff is going on. And, you know, we even have, you know, um, you know, you know, new players that, you know, might not even know what Discord is. You know, we're always telling people to come join the Discord. You know, I had a friend listen to the podcast, you know, because I was in it, you know, when we were camping and I'm like, like, yeah, we've got a Discord body. So what the hell is a Discord? And being a friend of mine, you know, I'm like, Google it, dumbass. But, you know, I don't want to tell, you know, newbie listeners that, you know, you can say that to a friend. But, I mean, honestly, a Discord is basically just a big chat room. And there's voice channels. There's text channels. There's all kinds of stuff. Basically, you build a tiny little community, and it's where we hang out. And, you know, we're always inviting people. And... Just know you can come. You never have to jump in voice if you don't want to. You're more than welcome to jump in voice if you want to. You can just come creep and see what our guys are talking about. See what, you know, is happening with Discord. See what's happening with, um, you know, uh, you know, BGS orders, uh, our events going on. We have people from other yeah. Discords posting, you know, the events that they have going on. And, you know, they'll link to their discords and you know there's just so much little stuff that you know you really miss out in this game if you're not a part of a community and i'm not saying you have to come join ours or you're not gonna have fun but uh, we're as good a place to start as any because whether you've been playing forever we've got a1 dude knows more about this game than any human being should know and then we've got <laughs> people who are literally in their first five hours of the game on on our discord so you know we run the entire gambit everybody is super helpful I, I i people have far more patience than i do not to say that you can't ask me questions but sometimes i'll just direct you to somebody else who i know can answer the question better than i can um but or we using, ask, answer you know, so many questions Go or ahead. using that great tool discord we can just share links to youtube videos that will answer all of your questions very rapidly in a nice, neat format. 
Yep, which most of us have memorized the exact video we're going to link because we've been asked the question before and we're not being impatient. We're just uh, being helpful. Yeah, you want to want to come come join the fun. I mean, uh, Bob Blunderbust, uh, Nikum. I mean, who are some of the other guys the Kriga. other night? Kriga. Kriga. Kriga's been in a lot. Um, I mean, who's up there right now in, in chat? McPherson. Uh, uh, McPherson, he's been around a while. Duh, yeah, we got a lot of the regular crew in there. We got grumpy ass Teflon who loves to give me shit all the time. He's in there right now. Data, data is beyond helpful to anybody who needs help. Uh, just hop on, ask questions, just creep if you want. Just come join in the fun. You'll have fun. And then if you want to join the squadron and start helping with BGS stuff and, uh, play CQC, anything you want to do. That's all that I'm saying. And if you have any questions, you know, this is especially directed towards newer players. Uh, you know, hop in to Discord this week or just download Discord and, you know, uh, DM me, PM me, or just join the Discord and ask me any questions you want. And uh, from the most noobish questions to, you know, what my favorite cereal is, uh, that was random, but, you know, just uh, that's that's all. Just all are welcome. We're approaching the one year of this show, and and there's always room for more. So the the other thing about that is, number one, Somewhere out there, there is a, and I cannot figure out where the hell it's at, but there is a, so when I first made the Discord, I made a link that directly puts you into the voice uh, channel, um, which was a mistake because I did not mean to do that. But that was out in our links for quite a while. But somewhere out there in one of our public pages or Twitter or something is the link that still does that. And I can't find it. Um, so if that happens to you, uh, don't immediately leave the server. Like just like, if you don't want to talk, that's fine. Just disconnect. Um, like leave the voice chat, but, um, you know, just be aware that it's unintentional. We're not, you know, trying to sneak on you. I just didn't know what the hell I was doing when I made it. So yeah, that does um, happen. We, we get somebody who just joins the server and all of a sudden they're in the voice chat randomly mm -hmm. and that, that can be a bit jarring. So yeah, yeah if, if you're trying to just a creep and that's the link you get, just click the hashtag general right above the general chat that you're in yeah. and you'll, you'll, or no disconnect voice. Sorry. Yeah. You got a disconnect yeah, voice. Is a little hang up button and a lot of people, uh, a lot of people just join it through on their on their phone app. That's fine. Um, the reason why we talk so much about joining the Discord is because uh, between Twitter emails, uh, messages on the website, uh, direct messages in Discord, it's hard to keep it all organized. So having Discord puts it all in one spot for us. It just makes it easier. So that's why I always tell people, you know, best way to reach me is on the Discord. Um, and I respond to everybody. I may not respond in time or with the answer you want. Um, cause if I start grabbing about, you know, uh, price of video games, which I'm sure I'll hear, I'm sure I'll hear about, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it just, <laughs> uh, it, it just, you know, old man tie stuff, but yeah, feel free to message me. I, I, don't, I will respond. I respond to everybody, but if I don't, I, anyway, you're going to ask anybody, I'll, I'll respond to you. Sometimes I don't respond in a good time frame because I'm slow and old and have a lot going on, but I will respond. So, 
Anyway. And if it's not a question for one of us specifically, you post a question in our questions channel or just in general chat, somebody will answer you within you what's the average response time within 10 minutes minutes, some somebody will respond with with an answer or will or will tag somebody who can give you a more detailed answer often asking us a question will pull faster results than searching for it blindly on youtube yeah true story and the other thing is so a lot of times like chick was saying we'll give you just a video to watch and the reason why we do that is number one um for brevity and number two um because we're we we can't remember everything and uh i'm very bad like like i'll just tell you guys right now if i haven't done like when we go thargoid hunting uh on the 18th i'm gonna go watch some thargoid videos beforehand because i can't remember how to do a lot of that shit. and with uh, a friend yeah. And that's just at new people for the for the Thargoid event. You know, that's that's a week and a half out. Um reason, you know, we're doing that a little bit farther out, why that's not like not like next week's event is because there might be some stuff, you know, you want to get done and, and get some guardian stuff hunted down. We have a lot of people that'll help you, you know, get guardian uh, weapons if you wanna actually make a valiant effort to kill Thargoids. Mm-hmm. Um but you know, if you, if you don't get around to doing that, you're still welcome to come to the event in a ship that can't do jack shit against Thargoids and just be there watching others kill them. You know, there's yeah. no reason you can't be there and try to stay alive. You know, uh, DJ Wiley, um, we didn't even talk about this. I kept meaning to, but uh, I'm old and can't remember things well and as well as I used to and get distracted easily by shinies and uh other stuff but commander dj wiley he took his fleet carrier out to the uh guardian fsd site and he took a bunch of people out there with him to help them get their fsd their frame shift booster uh which you know basically gives you about another 10 light years on your jump range for the for he took them out there i think he might actually uh, might still be out there i think the party wagon is still in orbit over the weapons site right now until yeah. I believe the twentieth of this month. Yeah, and that's uh, another very helpful member of the community, DJ Wiley. He's always doing stuff like that. He's active in multiple discords and has been a great friend of the show for goddamn ever. Yeah, he actually wrote a very good uh, "What He Wants to See Elite Do" back in like January, and I read it over two or three episodes uh, because it was very well written and. Uh, very well thought out. It's just one of those I didn't want to just give like oh. a like a like a small portion the portion of the show to. So oh, he must have wrote it in regular English, not English simplified. You see, the reason why we don't we don't talk about it, and the reason why it kind of slipped my mind is because I see him in the morning and we record in the evening because of the the time difference. So uh, yeah, maybe I need to start like a see what I need is a I need like an English I need like a European substation is what I need, y'all. <laughs> I, I like when I hop on in the morning and there's already like, you know, I don't know, 50 to 100 responses on Discord because mm-hmm. the English crowd started talking and Grover Kiwi's in there, you know, our New Zealand guy, and mm-hmm. they're having a whole conversation while I'm sound asleep in my bed. Yep. There's several so, Kiwis and at least one Australian. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we, are, we have quite the international group. Uh, 
that German guy. He's real chill. It was a ton of fun mining yeah. with him. Who is the German guy? What's Hans his name? Dieter. Hans Dieter. Yeah. Yep. 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 He was he was mining with us last night. I think so. he he actually gave us some feedback in the events channel. He normally hates mining, but doing it in a wing is a whole different animal, and it is a ton more fun and yeah. way more lucrative. Yeah, it was fun. Everything in this game is is more fun with your friends. I mean, you know, Off, and often it, more profitable. And often yeah. more profitable, for sure. And let me say this. I've played this game for six years. Um, I've played this game since launch day. I don't know if it's actually been six years yet. But I've, I've played this game since launch day. Let me say that I have not enjoyed, when well, not in, that's not the right term, I have not played in a group until I started a podcast. And that's when I started playing it open. That's when I started playing with groups. And... Uh, yeah, it, this game is a lot more fun with with friends. Uh, I mean, I moved to, from my uh, secondary drive to my primary drive when I started playing with friends because it became my primary game, which sounds a little weird um, because I, I mean, I play a bunch of different games, y'all, but uh, yeah, it was it was a secondary game until I started to make a podcast about it, and now it's my primary game. Well, that's, I, I never, I, I always played solo, you know, did my, you know, mm-hmm. trip to SAG A and Colonia in solo, unlocked all my engineers in solo, did all of those things in solo. And then I joined the Discord here, and now I never go into solo. I'm always in open. I never played uh, CQC until I was in this Discord and decided to give that a try. I never uh, did Thargoid hunting until I was in this Discord, and you know a group was going out and doing it, so went out and did that. You know, I, I, everything in this game. BGS. I didn't think I'd ever touch BGS, and now, you know, I'm not as involved as I would like to be. There's always so many hours in the day, and there's only you know, and there's a lot of CQC matches to be played. Once, but once I'm you trying. get more hands hired on at work, I'm sure I'm sure you'll get more <laughs> hands on time with the BGS. I'm. I'm I'm fully confident that is the case because I mean I, I dubs and you guys give me shit when I hop on sometimes in the evening just kind of say hi and I'm there for five minutes it's like oh it's five minutes are up because that's pretty much all I really have you know yeah you know for all the shit we give you we appreciate those five minutes oh well, thank you uh, have you guys ever played any of the IO games where you in some form or another are attempting to acquire mass the very arcadey. Mm, don't think so. I don't know what you're talking about. This this week we've been talking about you know the growth of the Discord. We absorbed an entire player group into ours. What? Uh, Putu, Creamin, uh, Tally Shabiva, and some of their friends. I I welcomed one into general chat by his first name, not by his player name, because his friends were already in the voice chat talking <laughs> with me. We, we absorbed an entire player group because they wanted a squadron with an active BGS. And, you know, earlier today we were trying to do some wing bounty hunting and uh, I had to tell him, yeah, I would love to help you, but you're still in, you know, the Mobius private group. Get into, get into open and I'll play with you then. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's Potu and Tally and who was the other guy? There's two more. Yeah, that, yeah. I sorry, I don't remember your guys' names. I remember Potu. He's that funky oh, yes, anime-looking bird. 
<laughs> that bird is you know, we evil. can probably look in new users log and we'll probably see them all except my mouse isn't working oh there it goes yeah well, i hate the new users log shows their actual username doesn't it not what shows up in chat oh you're right so that's you're right. why i lose track of people sometimes separately uh popo sf fsv started but he wasn't a part of the same group okay gotcha. yeah i mean that some of that yeah yeah, you, it, yep, Tally. Was it Sokar? Yes. And Storm Raider? No, that that fellow joined separately as well. Nefarious Destiny. He yeah. joined today. Yep. He was a. Uh, I saw him talking in chat. I mean, yeah, just. I mean, look at all these people who have joined recently. Yeah. Sokar, Mathers, uh, Storm Raider, Derg, um, Osiris, O6, uh, who else we got? APOC uh, V, or is it five? I'm not sure. APOC V. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Frog liver. And many of these people are super fresh, very mm -hmm. new to the game. Yes. Yes. And that's uh, awesome. I, I love, you know, fresh meat, but I, I love new players just because it means that the game is still growing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nefarious Destiny is a very active player who does nothing but exploration. Nice. Oh, wow. Good for him. I actually got a buddy of mine who uh, he is out in the black. He has been out in the black for over three years. He has not, he claims he has not touched a station for over three years. Uh, but he also doesn't play a whole hell of a lot. I, I see him on maybe maybe once a week for a couple, three, four hours. Um, did, did you get to listen to um, Mal for the Win and Psychic's podcast this week? Flight Assist is what it's called. Did you get to listen to that theirs this week? Nope. I am I two, two episodes. I'm, I'm behind all my okay, podcasts. Okay, they had now, Commander so. Picard on there. Well, Commander Commander Picard on there, uh, the guy yeah. who's been out there for, <laughs> what, four years or whatever? Yeah. Just – going everywhere has not died and yeah he's been he's been deep out in the black I, i'll be curious how much uh exploration data he has when he finally decides to turn it in you found raxla it was in picard's database the whole time <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway so um one thing I was, uh, did you have a chick chat question for the week? No, it was just, it was just that come, come to, come to the channel and, and ask me questions and I'll point cool. you in the right direction. Or if you had, you know, anything, anything anybody's curious about, I just, I just wanted to touch base on that. I was more just chatting rather than random open question. All right. All right. So right now we're starting kind of a three part series of discussion topics where we're going to um, talk about the three races, uh, you know, the Guardians, the Thargoids, and the humans. So this week we're going to talk about the Guardians. Now, we're not doing history or anything like that. Uh, if you want to read the history of the Guardians, uh, Wikipedia's got a pretty good page. Uh, Canon's website has a pretty good page of the history of the Guardians. So oh, this week I want to talk about what could FDev do with the Guardians now? Where do we go with their story with Odyssey? Uh, is there, are there more Guardian sites out there or have we found everything? Uh, that's kind of my three big questions. 
And next week, we're going to talk about the Thargoids and the following week, uh, which will be right before the one year, um, we will talk about uh, humans and basically power play. But we'll talk more about that later. So when it comes to Odyssey and the Guardians, uh, what could Frontier do with them? Um, The obvious idea in my head is maybe they're not all dead. Maybe there's some out there that are not too bad are not that are not dead that were not killed by the uh, by their AIs. Uh, the other idea I had is you know we kind of have uh, guardian ships with the fighters. Maybe we get uh, maybe we actually end up going to war with the guardian AI. You know we kind of find the guardian AI head base or whatever it's called. And then we kind of go to war with that, like the same way that we did with Thargoids. And maybe we have to use Thargoid technology to fight the uh, Guardians. You know, what do y'all think about some some stuff like that? Uh, I There's a lot of directions you can go with the Guardian stuff. Like, I've always wanted to kind of role play where I don't want any Guardian tech on my ship's but then the FSD booster is so good, you have to have it. Mm-hmm. But just from a you know a headcanon standpoint, I mean, their AI ended up destroying their entire civilization because you know did the whole iRobot thing. The only way to protect you all is to you know destroy you all. You know it it it, mm-hmm. it it's it's a terrifying prospect, and that's what they did. And now we. Mankind seems to be going down that same road, you know, technology taking off super fast, uh, instantaneous communication across space. We're going that route where, I don't know, I think it'd be a neat twist if also the Guardian tech started messing with our ships and stuff where we had to actually get rid of it because that that's their AI coming back to attack us now and try to take over, you know, that, that's, that's a twist. Yeah. New UA bombs oh. for fleet carriers would be awesome. Oh, that's a cool idea. <laughs> uh, that's a really cool idea. Which thing, hey? Slightly off topic. Uh, according to the Terminator series, Skynet starts this month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, a- AI. Uh, we also you know have this really cool expansion coming out. Hopefully, early January, uh, where we're going to be able to land on. Atmospheric planets. Well, you know, I got hopefully. I got high hopes for finding more more bio- biological sites. You know, new new guardian ruins. New, new's not the right word. Fresh, fresh to the player base. Guardian ruins. Well, I'd like is you know if we're going to be able to explore more planets, especially on foot, is hopefully they've got some more puzzles like the guardian sites were, where you open up, you know, and we we acquired the plans, but. What would be cool is if we found a site with, you know, the monoliths and everything else and it opened up and there was like a hangar bay. And also we had instead of just guardian fighters, like guardian ships that we could now unlock and fly, you know, I just that there's a lot of little stuff you could do with it. You think that because um, the thought I had was like, what if we get like some uh, well, we already know that like cyborgs exist in this game with like uh the story behind the, you know Jacques, Jacques yeah yep. yeah uh, it'd be kind of cool to see like some uh maybe guardian nano machine tech type stuff 
You know, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. By the way, um, uh, August 29th is uh, Judgment Day. So, yeah. And I celebrate it every year because, you know, <laughs> T2, baby. T2. That was the best Terminator. I don't care what anybody says. Oh, absolutely. Duh. Yeah, you know, the first one, the first one wasn't bad, but I went, I've watched the first one recently. It's not that good. It's it, not. It's, it it's is, like a six. It's definitely becoming dated. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, if you watch T2, it, um, there's things about that movie that, well, I, I love that movie and think it's great. There's things about that movie I think are just me. And uh, I don't know. Anyway. Like the whole, anyway, I don't get a whole thing about, we, we went off the big, great big tangent. The, the thing with, we haven't really seen what they're going to do with, uh, it, or if they're going to do anything regarding uh, the sites with the Guardians. Like, are we going to be able to walk around them completely in Odyssey? Um, is there going to be more to explore? Are we going to be able to, like, open up doors and actually go underground to these sites? Is there going to be something like that? Um yeah, that's that's where I still I, I just don't know. That's that's when Odyssey comes. Are we going to be able to walk on all of the planets without atmosphere that we can drive on now? Are we even going to be able to do that, or are we only going to be able to walk on the new Odyssey planets? You know, I really hope. I don't know. I don't know. I really hope Dev Diary is soon, so we can have better, better, better ground to stand on while, while. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it'll be nice to have more information this month. I mean, the Dev Dive Diary probably end of next week, early the week after, and then we've got rumors of a big trailer or something dropping at the end of the month. Well, uh, okay. So let me let me let me break this down real quick. So number one, Gamescom is this month. Gamescom runs. I believe the 25th through, through the 28th of this month. Now, here's the thing on this. Before virus, before COVID, the original Gamescom date was like the 16th through the 20th or something like that. It was the week before. I still think that... So, if you rewind the clock back to Horizons, the first expansion, uh, that was when Elite dropped. Gamescom was where they dropped the news of the expansion and then the horizon update. I'm sorry, the, uh, not horizon update. Help me. What was after horizons? Um, not the beyond. beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. With the beyond update was, uh, done at gamescom. Um, that was announced right at gamescom. Now we had like a little trailer with, with LaveCon beforehand, but we had the big one, Right, right along. I don't think it was announced at Gamescom, but it was announced right along with Gamescom. I think uh, there's a lot of things people saying that they're going to announce it at Gamescom this year. Uh, Gamescom is digital this year, so I don't know exactly. Like we don't, I don't, I have not seen like a vendor list or however they want to do it. Um, but I think that they will announce something with. I think they'll announce it before Gamescom, to be honest with you. I think they'll announce it. I think that we'll get it by the 15th through the 20th, somewhere around that date. I actually, my prediction is, is the 18th. Well, when they announced the delay of Odyssey, they did also say that their promotional schedule was staying the same. 
So that means that if games come, if their original release was supposed to be on the original GamesCon date, that would make sense. But then again, they could have meant that it was releasing at GamesCon and then that would just be, uh, you know, then. So Uh, who knows? Of the 150-odd-looking partners that GamesCon has announced, Frontier Developments is one of two in full caps lock. So, yeah, well, I guess that pretty much seals the deal. That's when we'll get it. So, yeah, there you go. But, I mean, do you think that, I mean, any possibility we get a little shorter teaser one again before GamesCon, then a more in-depth showing gameplay kind of thing at GamesCon instead of just another trailer? Well, here's here's the thing, all right? And, and maybe I'm wrong about this. Um, you know, to to Bruce and, and Arthur and uh, Steven and uh, uh, sorry, I'm brain farting, guys. Art, Bruce, Steven, Tim. Well, Tim moved Tim. on. Yeah, there's someone I'm forgetting, though. Who the hell am I forgetting? Help me. Uh, exactly. Bruce, right Steven, now. and Art are the only three right now, I thought. I, I think so, more. too. It's just those three. Am I re- are you thinking about Will? Will kind of counts. He's moved on. Well, he's moved up, not on. Well, that's that's he's moved on from this. <laughs> it may be up, but Will. it's still on. Onward no, I, and upward. I, I just went and looked. It's 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 Bruce, it's Steven, it's Art, and Tim. But you said Tim moved on. Where did Tim go? Tim moved to uh, the other games. Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, he's oh. off elite. Well, anyway. To their credit, I, I missed that somewhere. So, shame on me for missing that. Uh, anyway, to their credit, they have really been uh, communicating much better with the community, and I appreciate that a lot. Um, but I also believe that after this pat or this uh, announcement, like the big announcement in August, the big reveal video of all the features and stuff, I think that we're going to get a dev dive right after that and i think they're going to go dark for three or four months and the reason i say that is because i think they're going to be working with their heads down getting feedback feeding it to uh developers developers you know making adjustments to their final versions of things and then i think we'll get another dev diary probably in october november and then there'll be nothing until uh release and I think that I think that we'll get a release in February, March. Uh, don't just I give guess. you the the math on that, or sure, go ahead. Okay, David Braben during one of his uh, I saw that. I know where you're driving. Go ahead. Uh, the people that pay him uh, meetings said that the product was going to be finished sometime between. Christmas and January 14th. We might not get a release that early, but the product should be finished by then. I, he didn't say it that specifically. I thought, I thought he said it, it, it's pushed back a few weeks rather than months. He literally said January 14th. Uh, as the latest for the product to be finished. All right. So, so not a release. But, you know, for him to keep on that. 
but it's currently the projection. Yeah, I've I've heard I've heard that speculation a lot. There's there's some theories out there that this is going to be out early. You know, well, you know, mid to late January at the latest is what some people are are guessing. Um, you know, our good buddy uh, Kai Zen. You know, he's he's pretty convinced that this game is going to be out earlier rather than later. I'm far more of the opinion I'll have to see it to believe it because this thing's already been pushed multiple times and. And, you know, I, I understand the logic that he's talking to, you know, shareholders and stuff like that. And you got to tread carefully, but it doesn't change the fact that, you know, shareholder meeting a year ago said that this would be out for sure before, you know, the end of this year. And then it got pushed back. So I, 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 I'll have to see it to believe it, considering we're, you know, January release would still be, you know, what, five months out. A lot can happen in five months. He also... Uh, as a part of the business plan has announced that it's going to be before the end of Q1 and some companies quarter one doesn't start until like the second week of February. So yeah. it hasn't until, you know, the second week of May. Mm-hmm. Do we, well, I mean, so when you said Q1, are we, is he talking about, uh, fiscal quarter, quarter. In 2020 fiscal quarter. or the fiscal quarter? So the, uh, yeah. So the fiscal quarter there, I believe ends, Rewind my clock there, January 31 or January 30, the section will end because the 31 will be roped into February because that's a Sunday. So, but yeah, that's, I mean, it's possible because uh, the original release date for this was the 20th and they were, or I'm sorry, was December and they were December 2020 and they were fairly hard about that date for quite a while. And then they kind of him hauled a little bit, said it may have to be pushed, and then they pushed it to. They only they only ever said early 20, 2021, um, which you know, uh, the fourteenth on a Thursday. It won't release on a fourteenth. Uh, I think it'll if, if the project's finished by January fourteenth, which is a Thursday. That's a weird day to pick. Uh, it probably won't release for two or three weeks after that. So you got to figure 19th, 26th, February 2nd. Um, those are the Tuesdays following that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm on the mindset. This thing will be out. Um, February 9th is what I'm predicting. Uh, I had that date in my head before the Braben thing. Um, just based upon, based upon uh, rumors and speculation. Uh, so there's there's a couple things that go along with that. Releasing it, so historically, January is a horrible month to release uh, expansions or video games, yeah. fiscally. It's a horrible month. <clears throat> uh, a lot of people don't have money because of holidays. They're broke. And couple that with the fact that um, uh, it's a new year. A lot of people have, I'm going to save money this year kind of resolutions that end up getting, they end up kind of falling off the, the map. So there's there's a lot of things there, but February, first couple weeks of February, typically do well for video games. So uh, I don't know. I just think that we're, I think that we're headed, I think that, I think the February 9th is probably a good date to, to settle on, so. I'm going to go with uh, end of March, and if it's any sooner, I'll be happy. That's that's where I'm sitting, too. 
you know, I, I just, I don't, I don't want to start getting my hopes up for an earlier launch and then just, you know, risk, you know, getting some tritium salt going and, and, you know, being all upset. So I'll, I'll just go, as long as it's in my hands before the end of March, I am fine and dandy with it as is. Well, the, the other thing is, is that we don't quite know, we don't quite know what the, uh, like what the, I mean, okay, uh, people say, you know, there's a whole thing, well, it'll be done by this date, blah, 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 blah. Well, he can also go back to the investors and say, hey, we had some issues, we had to push it back. I mean, exactly. it is a, it, it's a fluid business. Investors yeah. understand that. So, um, you know, I'm hoping, and maybe I'm hoping wrong, but I'm hoping that FDEV will kind of uh, reevaluate um, VR and go ahead and push even a beta version of it into the release of Odyssey. Because even if it doesn't work right, I still would like it for it to work. Um, as, a, as a mostly VR player, although I've been playing a lot flat screen recently, um, but you know, Trax is a 100% VR player, or we'll say 90% VR player. Uh, it's it would be nice for them to even even a even a broken beta version. I would still appreciate for them to say, okay, yeah, we know it's broken. We're going to fix it, kind of thing. Um, I feel like if it releases without VR, um, that's going to be. I feel like that's going to hurt them more than help them. And um, I still hope that they re, they recant that and say so it's going to release with VR, but it's going to be a very broken beta version so we use the drone risk I'll, I'll okay i'm cool i'm down for that um but anyway I, i'm still hoping that they even if it pushes it back a month for them to you know get that in a rough beta release i'd be okay with that um anyway that's just my two cents yeah I, i'm with you i i, I just i i, I hope it comes out sooner rather than later. And I hope that it comes out. I, you know, I, we've speculated so much. I'm, I'm more waiting for just the next uh, trailer or well, the dev diary, you know, just there's news coming this month. We know we're getting news because they said we were going to get news sometime this month. So uh, let's, let's see what that has to say. And if we're going to get more bad news, like VR is not included or something else, or, you know, you're not going to be able to do this, or you're going to be able to do this. I, I've, I've, I'm just cautiously optimistic. We're going to get some news. It's going to be like, Oh my God, I can't wait. So I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to sit back, watch and fly my spaceship in the meantime. All right. I think that's going to be about it guys. Um, because we're coming up and I've got other things I need to go work on real quick before mm -hmm. I uh, go to bed. Um, anyway, uh, check out our website at loosegrooved.com. That's where you can find all of our ways to talk to us, uh, email us, message us. Uh, again, the Discord is always the best way. Um, uh, if you like, I hate I hate even asking for this, but I, I need to ask for this because it does help the show. If you like our show, please, you listen to it on YouTube, please like and subscribe it. If you uh, really like our show, uh, go on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Those things really go a long way to grow our show. 
um, and help the community out. Um, I am I am Commander Tierville Ty Warsham. You can reach me at the Twitter handle handle Tierville or on Discord. Uh, Tracks who's usually here. He's an he's a real life audio engineer. He's got a podcast called Tone Control. Check it out at jntracks.com. Hey, you got any last squadron orders, buddy? There's lots of things to do in the Standing Orders channel on Discord. Come see it. Come hit us up. Come talk with us <laughs> in the general chat. Cool. Chig, cheese us out, man. Did, did we lose Chig? Oh, um, sorry. Am I back? Yeah, cheese is out, buddy. All right, cheese. Havarti. Great cheese. Uh, from Denmark, um, it's a cow's cheese milk, semi-soft, uh, melts real good. It's a great one to add to macaroni and cheese. Um, great on a sandwich. Uh, great to just eat straight. Um, great just, I don't know, shred it up, put it in a bowl, and eat it with a spoon for all I care. Just get yourself some Havarti. Uh, stay cheesy, everybody. <laughs> I, still, I still think we need to do cheese chat. Why have we not done cheese chat yet? I don't know. I, I was I was thinking you, you had talked about you wanted to do a show where we like talked politics, but we could only talk while our mouth was full and we we're chewy on crackers and cheese. Yeah, I was thinking it, w- it would be funny as as if you know we're doing that discussion, but it, that if the discussion gets heated, you got to eat something like you know a peanut butter cracker or something, <laughs> so it's even harder to talk. And the more angry angry you get, the more you have to put in your mouth. I think it would be it'd be absolutely uh, hilarious. I would be choking to, re- to death. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to redo my entire desk. So I have like a like a spit shield over everything. I know, right? <laughs> well, you, you don't wear your mask while doing the podcast. I wear my ass. I'm just kidding. Mask. No, we're not going to get into that. We'll we'll move on. All right. I, wear, I, have, I have to sit at my desk and wear my mask. Yeah. So All right. All right. We're done. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us, y'all. Bye bye.